It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a post-match pint in association with Purity. If you use the code hashtag Villa View, you will get 10% off all Purity's various beer and ale offerings. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined tonight by Ty Bracey with ridiculous sunglasses on that I didn't actually think he would leave on at the start of the show, but he has. There he is. He's got his sunglasses on, looking a little bit like Noel Gallagher or Liam Gallagher after just watching the Manchester City game. Man, you were honestly, Jesus, they're so, so bad. Harry Maguire getting the bin, honestly. There is all before we get the show started, there is actually some purity deals going on at the moment, which I'm hoping are going to flash up on the screen because I don't know what they are. There we go. Win a chance to meet a villa legend. I'm just going to read it to you. I'm sure you can all read, but they get to meet you. I mean, I would not be classed as a villa legend title. I know, I just like winding you up, mate. That's all. All you got to do is simply purchase a purity pale mini keg for £23 or two for £40, which I'd say is actually a really good deal anyway. And then if you do that, you'll have the chance to win a match day experience with a villa legend. Could be anyone. Not really sure what Villa legend it could be. It could literally be be anyone. But yeah, I met Mark Draper yesterday, incidentally, in Nathan Dawes' hospitality box. Nice to see Mark Draper, one of the first people I had on the back of that shirt that Ty's got on there. Although it does look like the Reebok fell off, Ty. We won't we won't it, talk about it, that there. It, it's a replica. I won't say what company it's from because no, it, it's a rep. It, you can get that fixed. Ever. I can get it fixed, but I know it's I cheating in it. And then I'd have, so do I, but I'd have to cut the collar out. I must apologise for the sunglasses. Dan joined uh, joined the call dressed as a 15-year-old, like he's been doing some kick flips. So I thought I needed to make myself look a little bit snazzy as well. So I might download Tony Hawk's skateboarding after this. It's come Class back out, game. hasn't it? Class game. Might have, a, might, have a, might have a little go on it. I used to be like, I'll oh, beat I mean, you on I that te- as well. I was, oh, I was terrible. Absolutely terrible as a kid at that game. Can't imagine I'd be much better now. But Ty, you've not been on. For a while, we've been waiting for a good one to get you on. There's not been many good ones in the time since you, since you were last on. You were probably on for a bad one, I'm going to guess. But it was Aston Villa 4, Southampton nil. Could have been more. It was a lovely, lovely day at Villa Park, Tom. 
Great success. I mean, really I was, was sat with all the normal fans and you was eating prawn sandwiches with Nathan Dorr. So you probably had to like have binoculars to see from your seat stand. But uh, I mean, oh, Nathan Dorr was sat in front of me. So there was times where I couldn't see because he's so tall. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, It was just a nice feeling all around, you know, after after Brighton. And we, we looked so good after we had gone 1-0 up. And it's nice that the, the players have instilled that confidence throughout their week in training and then, total domination against Southampton, mate. I, I thought it could have been, it could have easily been, you know, excuse the pun, 9-0. <laughs> I mean, it should have been at least four at half-time. Yeah, 100%. It was uh, it was unreal, mate. It was it was nice to get that feel good factor around Villa Park and uh, everyone was loud and proud and enjoying themselves. So it's nice to uh, enjoy a weekend again, mate, I'll be honest. Yeah, two weekends in a row, two clean sheets in a row, six goals. <laughs> across two games. You know, a few weeks ago, we were coming on and talking about us losing to Watford and everything felt grim. Then a couple of wins later and you feel on top of the world. I, I guess that is just the nature of football, but it, it does feel now like he's kind of, we've got, we've changed the system slightly, haven't we? Gerard's tweet the system. We've got two up front, Coutinho floating around as a number 10 behind Danny Ings and Watkins. And the last two weeks, it's worked really well. I mean, Coutinho, it's just, we used to say Grealish was on a different planet and I think he was. I think, think Coutinho is on a different stratosphere. He is unbelievable. And already you, you're kind of thinking, is this guy going to be the best player we've ever seen play for Aston Villa Football Club? People of our generation. I mean, the, the players in the older days might have been better. I don't know, because obviously we weren't there. We're not that old, although we are in some ways. Well, I am anyway. But you know what I'm saying? He is a special, special talent. I mean, I had, I had put a, a tweet earlier saying, I think that was the best individual performance I've ever seen from a player in a Villa shirt. Um, I don't think that, it's a that... bad shout. It's not, and I've just, he's really showing what he's capable of and he shows why he had that £140 million move. You know, he's he's showing his class and he's playing some really good ball under Steven Gerrard and I'm just really happy that he's found his feet. I, I, I really hope it just continues and, and, and we uh, we get the sailing in the summer. But, you know, Brun number one of being a Villa fan, you know, don't fall in love with a lone player, right? Nah, this is different. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm 80%. He'll be here next season. You think why, so? Why, why wouldn't he be? I mean, he's he's got a great relationship with the manager. You know, yeah. would he go to? Would one of the Champions League teams come in for him? I'm not. I'm not sure they would. Even on even on a showing like that, I'm not sure. You know that he's gonna. He's not gonna go to Manchester City. He's a Liverpool probably aren't gonna have him back. Chelsea, I'm, I'm Arsenal might not mind him, but you know they've got Erdegaard who's had a quite a good quite a good game today. Watching him earlier, so he isn't gonna go there. He's done Spain, so there's nowhere for him to go in there. He's done Germany with Bayern Munich. If Villa offer 33 million, the offer's getting accepted. He's playing, which is what he hasn't had the last few years. He's enjoying his football. He knows the manager. There's absolutely no reason why Philip Coutinho shouldn't be here next season. And I'm pretty sure Villa will already now be thinking, we, we need to get this sorted sooner rather than later. He'll be on extortionate wages. But Villa, you know, I'm not being funny. I, I think we're a massive club. But Philip Coutinho is above us. I think he's definitely that piece in the puzzle of the, the push for European football next season. Um, if we can keep the keep the runner form up, you know, I think we'll uh, I think we'll hit top t- top half of the table. You know, it's looking quite good at the minute, isn't it, mate? So mm, it's there to um, be had. Absolutely. So as long as we do the right business in the summer, you know, and we're we're not flashing around, flashing the cash like we have to in the last few seasons. You know, I think there's only tweaks that need to be made, Dan. I don't think it's something where we need absolute crazy cash to be spent. I think, you know, maybe two or three at an absolute most. 
do you think? Yeah, I, I think maybe. You, you don't know what's going to happen with the strikers. It wouldn't surprise me if a club come for Watkins. Wouldn't surprise me if that happens. Um, but they'd have to pay an extortionate amount of money. Yeah, I think sure. they're definitely going to get a CDM. There's still Rumerville floating around, even though the window's closed. Um, yeah, well, 100% get a midfielder, 100%. Yeah, and I think we may get one more in backup as well. I, I think that'll happen. I think we're going to sign Olsen on a permanent. I reckon that's going to happen. Yeah, well, he's got the relationship with, with Langer, hasn't he? So it probably makes sense. That. But I, I get what you're saying. I think a few weeks ago, we were all saying it's going to be full-on refresh in the summer under Steven Gerrard, Steven Gerrard allowed to get his own type of player player in. But you saw yesterday, you know, he said that's the kind of football he wants to play. And Southampton are no mugs. I think they'd lost one in 10. So they were absolutely flying before they got to Villa Park yesterday. I mean, they said on match of the day that, you know, they were probably due an off day. But I don't think it, it came down to that. I think we were actually just too Definitely good for not. them. That Southampton actually did have a lot of the ball. Yeah. The chances that we created, like, like we said at the top end of the, of the show, we made so many chances, and not just chances, really good chances. It could have realistically, like you say, been seven, eight, nine. There, there was that many chances in the game, and they've been really, really good recently. So Gerard's shown there; he's kind of set the bar now for this. Is, this is what he wants, and the players have shown that they are capable now of implementing what he wants. They've done it in a in a spell for the, in the fir, the first little half of Gerard's reign. We lost some games there, but we were playing some really nice stuff, and I think everyone could see what Gerard wanted. He's tweaked it the last couple of games, and you know we've been waiting to get. Watkins and Ings to score in the same game. It's taken us till March for that to happen, which I would never have said would have happened at the, at the start of the season. But, you know, they're linking up now with Coutinho behind them. He's tweaked it and we're looking good again. And you you kind of see what Gerard wants. And I, th- I think he deserves credit for changing the formation, actually, because I didn't think he would. I thought he might stick to his principles, but he's tweaked it, changed that formation. We've gone two up front. Perhaps it took Brighton by surprise last week, but I think Southampton would have known that this was coming and it was going to be a similar team but they just haven't been able to deal with us. And like you say, the week in training must have been so good, a weight lifted off the shoulders a little bit to sound like Jolly and Lescott because they've, you know, they've got that win after a few games without a win. And everyone's had a good time yesterday. The players, Steve and Gerrard, us as fans, we've all just had a great time watching us play football. And you could see from where I was sitting there, obviously a different vantage point. You see the players, they were definitely playing with a smile on their face. They were all loving what they were doing out there. And I think they were all behind what the manager wanted. And you could see that by the way they played. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough it's been rough because at the start of the season when we thought Ollie Watkins, Danny Ings, that's gonna be absolutely chaos, you know, it's gonna be savage. And then it just wasn't doing what we expected, was it? You know, when uh when it all started and we, we wasn't seeing the results, but it was it was really refreshing to see them both play well play well alongside each other and Coutinho behind them was just, you know, the the piece in that in that triangle that I think that we needed. The, the the confidence was definitely there from everyone. I mean, Douglas Louise, that was probably yeah, the best he had a very good first half. First goal in two years, just over two years, which is, you know, in the Premier League, which is uh, it's crazy when you think about it. I know he's not a, a, a striker, but it's one of those things where it's nice to see him get confidence because he's took a lot of flack. So it's nice mm. to see that that flack pushed to one side and everybody getting the plaudits that they deserve. I mean, let's talk about Callum Chambers and that ping. Like oh that, my God. for me, Paul Merson is one of the. Even the touch from Coutinho just shows his level of class because to 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 touch it across the box like that while it's in the air isn't something that uh, any Tom Dick or Harry can do. So, oh, just the entire day, I, I, we could literally wax lyrical about it for this. We could probably make this two hours long. Yeah, 
I was impressed with Chambers yesterday. I hadn't been, you know, it's early days, so, you know, it's a bit harsh to criticise him. But the first few games, I thought he looked a, a little bit nervy. Yesterday, I can't. I, I quite liked what I saw from him, and even even without taking into account that Paul Merson pass that he did with the outside of his boot, you know, I thought he had a had a solid game, and actually realised, you know, he's quite a big talker. Actually, more more of a talker than I thought than I thought he would. It's, it's going to be interesting on Thursday because what does he do? With one four nil, does he does he bring Concer and Dean back in? It's I kind of feel like you shouldn't because I think it sends the wrong message. I, I think Concer will. I will. I'm well, probably, well, I great think problem Dean's right. Yeah, yeah, I think probably Dean's actually more likely to come back in than, than Concer yeah. now. It'd be interesting to see what he does, because I think, I know they can't do anything about getting COVID. There's absolutely nothing either player can, can do about that. But, but who do you drop after that yeah, game? Yeah, it'd be harsh to take Young. I mean, with with Young, you can probably say he's 36 or 37, however however old he is, you know, two games, probably will be three games in, in a week. So you can probably get away with taking him out, I would say, but... Be interesting if Esri Concer lines up on the bench. It happened last season under Dean Smith, didn't it? Horsfield in for a game, and then he didn't, he didn't get back in, and then Mings got sent off, and Concer got back in and, ca- and came on. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. But like you say, it's a, it's a lovely problem to have. I think even when Sanson came on, yeah, you like the pronunciation, of course. That. Voice of the villain says Defo bring them back in. I think that would be incredibly harsh. It's a tough. It's a really good problem to have. It's. I don't think there's a, a, a right or wrong answer, but. I agree with both sides. I agree they're two players that... Get off the fence, players. Man. Get off the no, fence. I'm not on the fence. I just don't think there's a wrong answer. True. I, I, I really don't think there's a wrong answer. So I don't think anyone's opinion of whether they say should come back in or they shouldn't come back in is the right or wrong answer. I think you're right in terms of uh, Luca Dean is the only one who's going to come back in. I don't know if Conza comes back in because Chambers had... You know, it's probably the best game of football he's had in years. And then Conster was really good against Brighton and Stephen Gerrard actually singled Conster out, didn't he, after the Brighton game? Yeah. And Mings isn't going anywhere. No way. So, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah so I know you say. I assume so, it all comes down to training this week, maybe. That's how it should be. That is how it yeah. should be. You want players training at the top of the game, and I know that is what Stephen Gerrard wants, and he's very big on that. And if you're not doing it in training, you won't, you won't be in the team. So you have to train well under Stephen Gerrard. So you're right, actually. That may be what it comes down to this week. But yeah. Excellent times because he did feel like the team was kind of pick a pick in itself. But now, even with players out yesterday, you know, the bench was relatively strong and it was nice to see some kids on there as well. I did think at 4 0, we might see one of them. That was my only disappointment from the day. I thought he might bring on Tommy O'Reilly or Iropenham and just we got to see a little bit more of them, but it, it didn't happen. That was probably my only downside. And if, if that's your only downside coming out of a game, then you'd not be saying yeah. you've had a good day, haven't we? I, th- I think it might come down to tactics as opposed to, you know, personal preference of who's going to start. Leeds have got a lot of pace and they've got the new manager bounce. New True. manager bounces always seem to come up come up against us. I don't oh, know. We love it. We love it. Leeds have been pants for weeks, but you know, a big manager's first game at Ellen Road, the crowd will be up. It's it's not a great time to play them. And they're in serious trouble at the moment. Serious, serious trouble, especially with Brentford winning at the weekend. Yeah, they're uh they, they've got some they've got some talent up top, mate. So I don't know. I I really don't know. Uh, but again, as I said, Dan, I don't think there's a, a right or wrong answer there. Let's go back to the game then. What I've liked about the last two games is scoring goals at good times. We've, we've, we seem to have found a little knack. We scored one relatively early yesterday and then one right before half-time. And it really should have been 3-0 at half-time because Coutinho definitely should have scored that, that one-on-one. And then coming out of the second half, you know, it could be a completely different game if you concede, but, you know, we've just completely blitzed them in the first 10, 15 minutes and finished them off. And it's, a, it's an easy game to see out, which is something we don't really associate with Villa. It was nice when they were in those um, dominant parts of possession in the first half for us to remain so composed. I think that was really important. 
Um, what are you smiling at? I was laughing at the stupid comment at the bottom that makes no sense. It's oh, unjust, I can't see it. Unjustified dole and saying Bardell out. <laughs> it's completely unnecessary. It's got a point. It's got a point. No need. We've won 4-0 and he still has to come in with his negativity and some, some description, doesn't he? I, I love you, Dolan. Don't worry about that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to call, call him out a little bit here. When we lose, honestly, the guy never stops texting. Never oh, no, ever no, stops no, I get texting. It as well. He must have a, he must have then, a list of people. Honestly. Who, who we go, who we, like his agony aunt group. Yeah. We've won the last two ways. Not a peep from the guy. Absol- absolutely nothing from him. I wouldn't have it, Dolan, you know. I wouldn't hand it from the kick flick bandit himself. <laughs> You've definitely wore a hat on these shows. I know you have. I'm going to go back and... Yeah, but Dan, you. it suits me. You look like a 15-year-old. I mean, I wish I did look like a 15-year-old. I feel about 50 at the, the moment. <laughs> but anyway, Dolan's making us get away from the show a, a little bit. But yeah, goals... Can, we, can we talk about the Ollie Watkins goal, first and foremost? And just yes, Ollie, let's go, let's go through the goals. Let's go through the goals. Ollie Watkins... It's so refreshing to see him back in a positive light amongst fans and just at Villa Park in general. He's had a bit of a dry spell and he's come under criticism. People saying his head's turned because he's been linked with clubs, which is obviously a load of cods wallop. Mm, I don't think it was that. No, neither do I at all. Um, But that turn, oof. Clever. And he wouldn't have have even tried it a few weeks ago. The goal last week's done him good, hasn't it? He wouldn't have even tried that a few weeks ago. Yeah. I thought that would be the floodgates opening. I think we're going to see a few more from him in the next few games. And I'm not... Yeah. People online are very easy to go, oh, don't jinx it. Like, I manifest it. So I don't believe in jinx. I believe in manifestation. Okay. So if I say, you know, I'm manifesting. And nice. I'd love him to score a hat-trick at Ellen Road. <laughs> Although yeah. I did is that, say... Is that you trying to win the, it? Before the Coutinho goal, I said to the lads who I sit with uh, in Holt Lower, I said, Coutinho score next in front of Holt and you had it here first. And it happened. And it really happened. Manifesting, so mani- didn't you? Manifesting a Watkins hat trick. But I just thought he was he was, he was was class as a whole. I really do. Yeah, he's back to work. Back, not that he wasn't working hard. I think things just weren't coming off for him a, a little bit and his confidence was down. Behind the scenes, it sounds like that, that was simply the problem. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say oh, I haven't criticised him over the last month or so because I have. But, you know, from the sounds of it behind the scenes, it just does sound like it was a confidence thing. I didn't think it was anything to do with head being turned. I think it's just frustration. I think he's frustrated. And when he's frustrated, I don't think he's the Ollie Watkins that, that we saw last season. He's had seven Premier League goals now, I think. I, can't, I think he got 13 or 14 last year. It'd be nice to see him end the season with a flourish and get somewhere near that, wouldn't it? I didn't like Jacob Ramsey being the top scorer on five, to be honest. That didn't sit well with me. No, I agree. It's You sent the mid... Your youngest centre mid shouldn't shouldn't be your top goal scorer, oh, no. especially when um, he'd scored quite a few this year. Yeah, but I mean, when you've got two, you know, on paper, two strikers who are goal scorers, it isn't something. It was something that did raise a few eyebrows for me as well. But I'd, I, I think he'll finish the season on uh, top goal scorer, mate, Mister Watkins. Yeah, he's good. He's, let's get to double figures, double figures, and work from there. You know, yeah, I'm calling to come in. According to you, he's getting to double figures on Thursday, so that, that'll be absolutely nice. So I look forward to talking to you about that on, th- on Thursday night after the game. We've I'll gone get Dolan to message you instead. Yeah. He'll only message me if we lose. We've gone through this, the second goal, lovely goal, great work from Chambers, lovely run from Coutinho, nice layoff as well, and Dougie Louise was there to tuck it away for his first goal since that famous goal against Watford. I think it was, as you said, I think that was actually the last time he scored. So great to see. And then Villa opened up the second half, Coutinho's feet, absolute feet to Bix. 
ridiculous and I know don't it's never, took a don't nick. do that again Dan what, don't do that again I love you that can't come out with puns like that because you've got you can't say 15 year old puns because you got because you dressed like 15 one of my, fa- one of my favourites Peter Dix you say that all the time I, I, I say it when it's necessary you need, you need that, to stop doing all these corporate podcasts because the was, bar that the mate, bar that I know won't come out with stuff like that you know you you can only say it if it's a goal like that but it, but it was there were so many players around and I know it took a nick but to get it through and get it get it on target, it's a wonderful guy. Oh. He just he loves scoring as well. I like, I like his celebrations. He, he looks like he's absolutely delighted to score goals for Aston Villa and long mate. I, I made it my header. It's my header on Twitter. That, Is it the, that snap that Villa posted of the like four or five players in front of him as he's about to shoot? It was just one of those moments where you're like, how on earth? As it, like, don't get me wrong, he's had a, a bobble or two on the way through, and it's made the keeper. But just class. And there was a I don't know if it was before or just after that where Watkins had a shot. And Coutinho's put it out wide to him. He's gone in. He should have squared it across to Coutinho. The more time I watch it, he should have squared it. And if he'd squared it to Coutinho, it's definitely a goal. But I understand why he had a shot. I mean, it could have been so many goals in that game. So many goals. I mean, we haven't even done that. I didn't realise until I watched Match of the Day about this morning how close the one that he arrowed Coutinho in the first half. Oh, no. Yeah, it looked like it flukes. That was at the North Stand, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Like it, it was miles out, but yeah, was it close. was really close. A little bit down, a little bit more on the outside of the boot, mate. And that's like um, literally the toppest of the toppest bins. Even that, the technique was ridiculous for that for that strike. That's not an easy skill to pull off at all. And he just, he, he, he makes everything look easy, Coutinho. I, think, I don't think he gave the ball away in the final third. And if you look at his stats, he tried an awful lot. It wasn't like he, he didn't try anything. He was making loads of through balls, loads of passes and clever little dinks and stuff all game. But I don't think he gave the ball away in the final third, which just shows you what a magician he is. I think it's one of them games that we'll talk about for a long time to come and that performance. I think it's something that you'll reference and talk about with your mates and your family and whatever as just one of... It was just so effortless as well. Everything he does, it doesn't look like he's working hard. It's just well, you so just hope that's the standard him. now, don't you? For all of them, it is. It's got to be. That it has that to be. That's the minimum. Well, that's if we minimum. play like that in every game, like I mean, that's not real. You're not going to, are you? But you know, what I'm saying that's the mark now. That's what we want to aim for. That's the kind of side we want to be. That's the Steven Gerrard and Aston Villa way. That's what we want yeah. to see now. Yeah, and it's very easy to get impatient as as a Villa fan, isn't it, Dan? It's very easy to fall into a negative mindset, especially after a bad fixture, a run of bad fixtures where we haven't been too great. But all I've wanted for pretty much most of the season is two consecutive good halves of football. And yeah. we got it. We we did get it. I've just been waiting because it's so hit and miss. We, we could have... It's never a good... We never have two good halves of football. No. So we, we were very patient when Southampton were playing possession ball. Jay Adams... Didn't do anything, as always, because he's Tosh. Great save from Martinez, though, from you. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, he had that one that was shot. A great apart side. from that, yeah, class. I don't know how he's, how that's ended up over the bar. I, I have no idea how that's ended Such up strong over the bar. Strong Yeah. Um, but it was, just, it was just really refreshing to have, you know, because when we get to half-time, we've had a half like that. You expect you're like okay, well, what what Villa teams coming out in the second half? Yeah, because you and can it, concede at the start of that half, and it's a completely different game. Hundred percent. We didn't. We built so. on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't did. think of the two halves thing. You're right. It, that is something that we don't see too often from Aston. I, I talk club. about it all the time. Like I, yeah. I memed about it a few times. Like just just want two good halves of football. And you got it. That, that, indeed. Can we can Danny, we uh, can we talk about yeah just about to talk about Danny's. Can we talk about him being booed and then him having the performance of his? I career? thought he might celebrate <laughs> when he scored just because they. I were wish he did. Speak. I wanted him to nice. He like, had a little. Look, there's, a, a man. 
there's a picture of him giving it the tongue to the heart end. So he did have a, he had a, had a little smile to himself. He allowed himself a little smile. But not only has he scored, you know, he's got two assists in that game as well. You know, he was looking like, I was just thinking, only Villa could have Danny Ings and turn him not into a goal scorer because he'd been an unbelievable goal scorer for years. But it, was, it looked more like himself on a, on Saturday. There was, a, there was a moment in the first half where he pulled up and I thought, oh God, another, another injury. Yeah, what when is he it slipped. With, when what he is slipped. it with us and our new players? Yeah. We get these new players and they, they just kept getting injured Ings and Bailey. We just can't get a tune out of them at all. But he carried on. That's what he's about. If you give him anything in the penalty area, he's going to tuck it away. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was going to come off then as well. But how many times have we spoke about the depth on the bench, you know, just having no options? Uh, when was the last time you seen an attacking group, exclude the first 11, like bench included? Hmm. When have we had such depth in attack? Well, to be able to bring on Brendan and Bailey, who were supposed to be part of replacing Jack Grealish, have them not in the best 11 at the moment. I don't think it's ideal. I don't think Christian Burslow will sit there and be happy with that because obviously we spent an awful lot of money on them, but it does show that there's competition for players. And I'd love Bailey to... I know we're supposed to be talking about Danny Ings. I'd love Bailey to get going. I mean, look at look at that. That He had a... Not only, you know, those... If it wasn't for Coutinho, you'd look at those stats and think, man of the match, excellent guy. But Coutinho still managed to get a man... Danny Ings has got two assists and a goal and he's not a man of the match. And, and, that, and that's what we love to see, right? Yeah, that's, that's what you want. We just can't ask for more. Yeah. Um, but we're in that position now where it's like, what is your starting 11 for a game? And, and that's a nice place to be. In. It feels like five minutes ago, there was echoes of bringing Indiana Vasilev in to start, like where we were riddled with injury, you know. I mean, he might, be the, he might be the third strike. I know he's not on the bench at the moment. He might be our third striker at the moment. Cameron Archer scored again at the weekend as well. He's Vasilev's on loan, isn't he? I thought he was back. I think he might is be he back? back. Did he come back in January? I think he might be back now. I think he might actually be our third choice striker at the moment. I'm pretty sure he's back. Someone might be able to correct me in the in the live chat. I'm pretty sure he's back. The only reason I know that is because I was Villa on FIFA the other day. And I'm pretty sure I saw saw him in the squad down the bottom. But okay, so you don't actually know you've basically took it off FIFA. Well, he wouldn't be in the FIFA team if he wasn't there in real life, Toff. Mm, Someone yeah, let me know. Let us know, and Adam will flash it up on the screen. I'm pretty Let's sure not talk he's about back. FIFA. You'll get PTSD after that seven 0 I, I did. I remember, remember it. I'm not going to swiftly sit here moving on, Daniel. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. I, I know it happened. I, re- I remember. But yeah, Danny Ings, absolutely stupendous. And then you can bring on Leon Bailey, bring on Wender. You know they're going to be hungry for football. They've not come here to sit, sit on the bench, but at the moment now, they aren't in the best eleven. It's one of those things, isn't it, mate? It's a, a good problem to have. It's a problem. It's that, not like Wendell's oh, been bad either recently, really. No, he hasn't. But if you're going to play those two up top, if you're going to play a triangle, if you're going to play a cam and two strikers, it, it's one of those, isn't it? How, how does how, how do you change that? I can't help but feel a little bit sorry for Brendia. Clearly, more important. Yeah, I completely agree with David there, mate. I, I really do. It's it's frustrating for him because he's really found his feet. He, I think he's really found his feet. But if you were to bring him in, Dan, where does he go? Well, he can only really go in Coutinho's position. I mean, there if we were go. to get an injury, if we were to get an injury up front, if Ings or Watkins was to get injured, I'm pretty sure Brendan would be straight back in and we'd be playing with two number 10s. I was going yeah. to ask you about the two number 10s thing. I just feel like it, recently especially, it's almost been a little, and they're not, I don't think they are luxury players because they work hard, but I don't know how else to describe it. I almost think it was a little bit too, too luxury and actually just having the one ten simples things up a little bit. It simplifies the, the football. Coutinho plans a 10 behind two strikers. And Brende is, unfortunately, against Coutinho, he is going to be the full goal. But do you, do you agree with that, that it was almost a little bit too luxury? Especially when we had the full so high as well. 
I think if we have a lone striker, I feel like they're a little bit left out because it's very hard to get into the game as a lone striker, especially when you've got so much going on behind you. Um, I think I, I could say we look better with a two, but there's been games where we haven't looked better with a two. So it's one of those where I, I think we need to see a bit of consistency with two up top for, mm. for more than two games. You know, because there's been times where we played one up front and played good for more than two games. But then there was times where it was like, this isn't working. You know, so I, I don't know, Dan. I, I will I really say the don't. diamond's the only formation we hadn't tried with two up front. I think that was the last resort for getting two up front to work. I think we've been 4 4 2. We've been three at the back with two up front. That was, that was it. it was, that was the only thing left to try, really. The only system that we yeah. could do. And so finally, we found one that gets goals out of Ings and Watkins. I'm just over the moon that they finally found a bit of chemistry between each other. It's, uh, if 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 they if they're getting that start together, then we must there must be something going on in training that we that we don't see behind. Well, Ings, Ings, said, Ings referenced it after the game. I don't know whether you saw his interview with the Villa. No, I didn't. Villa, know. AV TV or whatever it's called nowadays, Villa TV. He um he referenced that they've been working really hard together at building a relationship again in training. I suppose because we haven't been playing two up front, I guess they wouldn't have been working on that relationship in training at all. And now suddenly they are again because we're playing a system that's two up front. Yeah. Again, it's one of those things where it's it's one or the other, isn't it? It's a, the sacrifice. It's either two up top or two in two cams. Yeah, because I thought Watkins would, you know, you think of Watkins, you think he's playing up front, he drifts to the left a little bit, he used to play out, out on the left. Actually, he was more on the right-hand side, wasn't he? It was Ings that was drifting out to the left yesterday, which I, yeah. I thought was quite interesting. So they are working on things, you know, mixing it up. You know, some games maybe you'll see Watkins be the one that drifts more to the left. There must have been a reason why yesterday against Southampton, they thought that Ings drifting to the left was 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 the better thing to do. I suppose, in a way, you know, Watkins was drifting to the right as well. Actually, when I think of his link up with Cash, especially in the first half, when you're doing that, you're pulling centre halves around, and that's probably what's freeing up the space for Coutinho. Yeah, definitely. It's um, I think we've it's been so frustrating for him, and there's been times where I think there was a few games done where we didn't even have a single shot on target for for the entire game, which you know. It's frustrating for us to watch, but imagine being a striker and you know mm. you're not really getting any opportunity to to even have a shot, and then getting criticised for it. It's a it's one of those things. But as we said, mate, it's a good problem to have. It's a really good problem to have where things are going too well. And what what, what do you change in a game where you've just bopped a team four 0 and one two 0 away from home? I mean, I maintain, except for the Watford game where he hit the post, I don't remember Danny Ings missing. A high number of big chances this season, really. I do think when he's had the service, he's tooked it away. You think of the he header against, against Wolves. He, against the, Brentford? The he scored that goal with his left foot. Yeah. Was it Brentford? Yeah, Brentford. That, that. And he's literally marginal of it there between the keeper stretching for it and it, and, he's it a finisher. and the goal. He is, mate. He is. And he's showing why we brought him in at the end of the day. I know he's not a, a, a Steven Gerrard signing, but. He knows he's most him, definitely becoming a yeah, he's becoming a Steven Gerrard player, and that that's what's important. Do we need to remember that the majority of this team isn't a Steven Gerrard team? You know, it, it takes years. It takes years for that to happen. If you look at, for example, like Liverpool, for example, how many years did it take Jurgen Klopp to build the team that he wanted and for mm. them to get to that level? You know, so it's one of those things where we've got to be patient and 
we can't get too ahead of ourselves. I'm really sorry if you can hear that in the background. The dog is on all fours trying to open the door. <laughs> Absolutely fine. But he's mold, starting to mould certain players to the way he wants to be. And I think of Matty Cash. You know, I think he's had a really good season all round anyway. Even under Dean Smith, I think he's been pretty consistent all season round. But even over the last few weeks, that I feel like there's been a change in, in Matty Cash. You know, he's starting to get assists now. He scored a goal last week. Other than Ramsey, I think he's probably been our most consistent performer all season. But I'm seeing little things in Matty Cash's game now where I'm thinking, yeah, you're starting to really become what Steven Gerrard wants. I mean, obviously, Atletico Madrid, they genuinely are interested in him. I've heard a lot of stuff I think about that's that. that's legit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like it's, it's a genuine thing. But I think he's a really, really underrated footballer. I think he's quicker than he, than he comes across. He's bundles of energy. He gets up and down. He's a good, good defender. And like I say... An assist against Leeds, an assist yesterday, he scored against Brian. He's starting to make an impact in the final third, which has a right back. It's not actually that easy to do. So I think he deserves a huge amount of credit. I thought in the first half yesterday, he never, ever stopped. He was down my side in, in that first half. And I just thought, you are such a good footballer. Yeah, it's. I think the problem that fans have from my general consensus of asking around and putting that, the four... Is that another word for consensus? Is that another word for consensus? Shut up, Dan. Grow up. Um, we're not all from a privileged background, Dan. I do occasionally say things. <laughs> Have you heard so. me speak? I'm definitely not from that. I mean, I heard the way you said uh, Lange's first name. You called him Langer. I mean, I don't, don't know. know which one's right. Langer? But can, if that's how you pronounce it, then you I'm pretty sure it. I'll never, ever call him that. So you what can do you just call keep him? it in your prawn sandwiches. What do you call him? Don Johan. Pardon? Don Johan. Oh, boy, yeah, that's fine. But how do you say surname? Lange. No, I mean that's. I mean, that's, I, I, I am wrong because Steve that's the analytics. No, I don't think he is. That's posher than what I'm saying. It's just me. It's just memes with me. I, it's a, a running trend of me just pronouncing things in silly ways. I mean, you've it's got Sanson right. Things. I would say Sanson. The way you say that is correct. He got the, yeah, he got well, the picture as well, didn't he? Sanson. I, I thought he was great when he came on. He, you he like him, a, don't you? Um, I, I re- it's not so much that uh, I have. Uh, a soft spot for him. I just like really that, don't it? feel like he's been given the chance. I don't think there's been a time or he's done anything that's warranted for him to be dropped. It was going to take him time to get used to the intensity of the Premier League. Um, but it, again, it's one of those scenarios. Who do you drop? Yeah, you can't. Tell. I mean, the point just came up at the bottom. I think David, who it just came up at the bottom, who, who, who I just saw, you know, Ramsey's played a hell of a lot of football. Now, there may well come a game where he does need to be taken out the firing line. Yeah, he was, I wouldn't say he had a bad game yesterday. It's probably his quietest game for a while, though, Ramsey. It was, it was actually nice to see, in a way, because I thought Louise and McGinn were, were good. So it was nice to see Ramsey could have a quiet game, but we, we still made stuff happen and probably put in our best performance of the season. Ramsey was by no stretch bad. He was just quite quiet yesterday, which can happen because he's a young player still developing. I thought McGinn was class. And, and it was nice to see him have a game like that because we know that that player's there. Well, he was um, our best where, player against Brighton. Definitely yeah, our best player against Brighton. C- consistently brilliant. Yesterday and against Brighton, I, I thought he was uh, I thought he was class. But it's nice to see. We know that that player is there. I, th- mm. I, think, he'll, uh, I think he'll stay with us till the end of his days, Mr McGinn. I really Hopefully. do. I mean, is there anyone we haven't praised now? I think we've been through the whole team and, and gone through them, which is, which is nice. That's what we wanted because a few weeks ago, doing podcasts and shows about Aston Villa, didn't feel great, and believe me, I'll do enough of them. It, it wasn't pleasant talking about it at all. But now, can't wait to keep talking about Villa because they're putting a smile on my face and they're putting a smile on yours as well, and everyone else that was in the ground and watching at home yesterday. Exactly, and I've, uh, I've had a really good weekend, and it's nice to finish it on a high. 
won a, the team that I managed on a Sunday. We won a cup game today as well. So through to the next round. So just best weekend ever, mate. Are you a permanent manager now? Are you care yes, I am. You're perm. Yeah. Perm manager. Good stuff. I will come and watch one of those days. I will come down and, and watch. Bracey at the wheel. Bracey at, Bracey at the wheel. Cup run. Something, something Aston Villa do not do well at doing a cut the old cup run. I'd, have st- I'd love to still be in the FA Cup, but that's a story. I, I, ju- I just, I, I'd, I'd love, obviously, it's over this year, but I just want us to be able to go to Box Park the eve before Wembley and then just on the green and just a day out of Wembley. Like, I don't drink, but next year, Wembley's it's coming on, next year. Yeah, I like Wembley's going out. On, yeah. I get sloshed. You're, really you're a bad influence on me because I, I haven't been drunk for nearly two years. So, but Wembley is an exception. Is it? Yeah, Wembley is an exception for me. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Just flashed up that we didn't talk about Martinez, but we did. We talked about we talked about his save. He that much to do yesterday. Did do, but what he did do, he does very well. That's just it's just what he's about, isn't it? He's I mean, it's nice when you're not talking about your goalkeeper a lot because it means he yeah. had a he had a lot to do because the yeah. the defense in the midfield was solid, and it shows that when we've got that that. Uh, that solid defensive unit and we're doing well in the midfield that the that Martinez has a quiet game and a clean sheet's important to him as well. So yeah, two in a row as well. Excellent two in stuff. A row. Class. Yeah, I've took him out of my FPL as well. Absolute nonsense. I did oh, captain Coutinho though, so I voiced him. Absolute disaster. Not happy with myself at all. I nearly I was so class. close. I was so close to captaining him, but I voiced him. Captain Lukaku didn't even get on. Waste of a double game where he captain took I'm a risk. Surprised. Took a risk, didn't work. Don't let me manage any teams. Absolutely terrible. Let's go then, Ty. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. I've enjoyed I like talking to you. I like talking to you when there's a win. It's nice, nice to talk to you about because you're a positive guy anyway. And then we're coming on and we're talking about a win, and it just it makes me feel good. I feel good. After so is that just the, the general what's happening as a whole going forward? Dolan when we lose, <laughs> no. when we win, and then Omar in between. Yeah, Omar when we need something sensible and to Neil, be said. Can't I think. Get Neil. Yeah, and Neil, yeah, we get Neil in. Neil's in all the time, isn't he? Neil barely misses a show nowadays. He's pretty much, he's got his own channel, but he's pretty much purely the Villa View as well. So he puts a lot of graft in as well. But yeah, that does us for this week's show. Let's flash that purity deal up on the screen again so they continue to sponsor us. We push their stuff, they'll continue to sponsor us, Adam. Oh dear, here he is. I've put him on the spot. Shouldn't have done. Here he is. Here you go, yeah, chance to meet a Villa legend. Just purchase a Purity Pale Ale mini keg or two and you'll get a chance to win a match day experience with a Villa legend. Do check out all their other stuff as well. And I believe if you're doing that, you can still use the code hashtag VillaView and you'll still get 10% off. So you'll get 10% off and you'll be entered into a competition to meet a Villa legend. I'll try and find out who it is. I'll ask them and get back to you all on the next show. Thanks ever so much to Ty. Thanks to Adam as always as well. And thanks to everyone for tuning in. We'll be back for a match preview next week at some stage. Oh, probably yeah, the early one because we've got the Leeds game on Thursday and we'll be back for a post-match point. We'll probably do that straight after the game on Thursday night. I would think, I think it's on Amazon, isn't it? I'm not making the trip to Leeds on Thursday. I believe it's on Amazon. So we'll do a show straight after then. Have a good what's left of your Sunday and up the villa. Up the villa. Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.